Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Giona Podcast. It is me, your hostie with the mostie who feels so nice and toasty. Sarah Sodizi. You guys can't see it right now, but I am wearing a pair of socks that one of my friends in the U.S. got me. And they are Patrick Starr. Literally, his face is on them, but it looks like my feet are wearing the shorts. I can't really explain it better than that. Maybe I'll take a picture on my Instagram and just like post it or post it, post it on my story or something like that so y'all can get some context on that. But I am feeling super warm and toasty because... As we all know, in the GTA, winter does not come on time. It never seems to arrive when we really want it to, which is like AKA Christmas and maybe Boxing Day. But like it always just happens to show up like months later. So we got to bundle up and keep ourselves warm. And I know I wasn't the only one that was like dying in December. For some reason, I always get sick in December and I don't know why. It's like the worst time for me because that's literally when everyone and their mom has their birthdays, okay? Like I'm talking like both of my parents are born in December. My anniversary is in December. It's just not a good time. It's just not a good time for me to get sick. But lo and behold, that's what happened. But now I've recovered and here I am back with another episode. So I've had a suggestion that people want to hear a little bit more stories about my life when I was like in my early 20s, maybe in my late teens. And so I kind of compiled a a couple of really good stories actually of my time when I used to work in retail. And I feel like those of us that have worked in retail before we all can understand the struggle and like to some degree whenever we go out into the real world and go shopping or like pretend that we never worked retail or pretend that we have nothing to do that with that but when we go in there and we buy something we know what it's like when we witness like a retail worker being berated for absolutely what seems like absolutely no reason or we know what it's like when somebody wants to do a return when clearly they're being out of line and are like and you clearly can't process a return without a freaking receipt like something as simple as that like you know what i mean like people really try to pull a fast one on you anyways all of us that have worked in retail we all know the struggle and once we get out i feel like it's just like a complete weight is lifted off your shoulders and this is not a dig at anybody that still works in retail or ends up working in retail for the rest of their life because y'all are the backbone of this damn society let me tell you because the the way that we are just mistreated in that industry i salute you for wanting to deal with that for the rest of your life truly and honestly but As I said, I have a couple of stories of when I used to work in retail that I thought would be really great to share with y'all and for you to understand why my patience can only go so far with people sometimes and how it's also... It's also worth noting that being a woman that works in retail, I hate being that person, y'all. I hate being that person that's like, women have it so hard because we and but but it's but it's the truth like we do truly and honestly and this first story is nothing but proof of that so sit back relax grab your tea grab your cafecito your amigo your amiga whoever it is that you want to listen to this podcast with even if you want to listen by yourself yeah get yourself ready get strapped in y'all and let's get to it 
So this happened to me when I was 20 years old. Little baby Sarah on her on her way to this lovely journey that was her early 20s. And at the time, I was working for a shoe store, a really popular one that has many different locations all across the GTA, all across the US. And they're pretty successful from what I know. I, I don't know anymore because I haven't really been tapped into that world for a very long time. But I was at that job for a good chunk of my life. Like I was there hmm, up until I was about 23 years old. So like a good, I want to say like four years of my life was spent at this place. And majority of it was when I was in university, like just studying away, doing, doing my thing, right? Trying to make some extra cash, whatever. And honestly, like I, 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 I can, I can honestly say that it was probably one of my favorite jobs that I've ever had. I think I talked about this at one point. It was one of my favorite jobs that I'd ever had. And the reason for that is not only because of the fact that I like absolutely love shoes and everything to do with them, but I also really loved my coworkers because I know everybody hates it when (laughs) when at work you say we're like a family. But to be honest with you, that's what it felt like, especially being a young and vulnerable person at the time. I very much appreciated the fact that I was so close to my coworkers that I felt like we were just more than coworkers. We were friends. We were family pretty much. So this story takes place at this store that I used to work at. And I was pretty good at that job. Like I knew the ins and outs of that place. And I got to meet some really interesting people along the way. Like all throughout the four years that I was there, I got to meet some really, really interesting people. And I'm not talking about coworkers because majority of my coworkers, y'all were, y'all were awesome. But just customers were just very interesting individuals. And... I will never forget. So I've never felt so unsafe at work in my life before. Like this has yet to happen to me ever again after this after this situation had happened. So I remember that there was a gentleman that used to come in to our store quite regularly or he used to just frequent the mall quite regularly, to be honest. And one time he came in on a very busy day and a whole bunch of my colleagues and I, we were like helping other customers and things like that. And I'm going to preface this by saying he wasn't all there if if you catch my Tokyo Drift. He wasn't all there. But I will say that that does not give anybody the excuse, especially if they have been told, hey, like you shouldn't do something like this or you shouldn't be doing things like that. That doesn't give the person an excuse to still continue with the behavior that they're exhibiting or the things that they're doing. Okay, so this gentleman, not all there, but used to come into our store a lot, like would pretty much like every few weeks or at least like at least once a month he would come into the store. So We're there, we're all helping all these other customers, things like that. And so I'm out here thinking that he's just like a regular person coming in, whatever, wants to try on some shoes. So he asks me for a size. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go into the back and I, and I go and grab his stuff, whatever. And then I go, and I go to where he's sitting and I give him the shoes and I'm like, Hey, here's the shoes that you wanted. Try them on, see how they feel. And the thing about this job that I was working at is that you had to really, really sell yourself or you had to really, really kind of put yourself out there in terms of making a conversation with the customer and making them feel nice and making them feel like, oh, like this is something I could see myself buying. I know a lot of places promote that, but this particular place that I worked at, they really prided themselves on like 
really, really getting to know the customer and really like getting up in their face and basically like upselling like crazy. Because if you didn't do that, your job would be on the line pretty much. That's the one downside about that place that I worked at that I really didn't like is that your job would always feel like it was on the line if you weren't pulling your weight. So anyways, I was talking with this guy and I was like, oh, so like, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And I think almost immediately I kind of knew that something wasn't right. Like in my chest or like in my heart, I kind of felt like, okay, something is not right here. But I kind of just brushed it off because again, when your job is on the line and when you're somebody like me who needed the money, like a broke university student, you need the money, you will talk to pretty much anyone and try to make your numbers look nice or like try to shine really well and be a good conversationalist right so he just the things that he would say would just make me really uncozy and normally I, I, I here's an example is normally I don't care when people ask me where I'm from I don't I don't care in fact I'm quite proud to explain to people that I was born here in Canada but my parents are Latin American or that my my dad's Ecuadorian my mom's Mexican and Chinese like I don't mind explaining that to people but it airs on being super uncozy or I hate having to explain that when people try to fetishize it or when people try to make it like oh like that's so exotic or oh like you're this and you're like pretty much treating you like you're an object or treating you like you're an animal like a like a freaking tiger at the zoo or something like a Siberian tiger at the zoo when when they when you explain that to them and they start treating you that way it just makes me so uncozy and it makes me so angry sometimes because it's like okay I'm not like a dog like that you can just like pet or I'm not some sort of like wild animal that you can just like throw a stick at and pretend that we're playing fetch like it's just weird straight up it's just weird so this gentleman proceeds to ask me where are you from blah 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 and I told him oh yeah like my parents are from here da 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 then this is my background and he proceeds to go oh like really spicy oh like so you're a latina like making all these like really weird comments and at that point i just like stood there and i was kind of like this is weird like i i really i stood there and i was like yeah this is weird so i asked one of my coworkers, i was like can you take over the sale for me because like just not it like i'm feeling really weird about this blah 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 then this guy that I was helping, so the customer that I was helping, who my coworker graciously took over for, like, I can never thank you enough for this. They took over, whatever. Then this guy proceeds to say to my coworker, where is that mamacita that I was talking to? She's so beautiful. She's so this, she's so that. So we shifted from talking about my background and everything to like him literally busting out some random Spanish word and just, oh God. Just like really making the situation so much worse by asking where I went, blah, 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 and everything like that. And I was just so uncomfortable at that point that I had to stay in the back room. Like that's how bad it got. Normally, I really don't let people get to me this way, but it just, there was something in this whole situation that made me feel so uncozy that I was like, I can't do this. So I stood in the back room until he left. And I thought that this would be the end of it. I thought, you know, he would leave me alone or like he would never come back blah 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 blah. then of course the day of all days the day of all days when I opened the store because at the time I was like part of the management team so I had like the authority or the access to like open the store by myself or close the store and things like that so this happened to be on a day where it was just me in the morning who opened the store and 
I'm cleaning up the store or I'm like fixing up the store and there's not really that many people in the mall and it's literally just me in the store literally just me and then from the corner of my eye I see that same guy who creeped on me not even let me also just say this wasn't just the one time that he creeped on me this was like multiple times but I don't have the time to explain to you guys how many times he would do this or every single situation where he made me feel uncomfortable the point is in 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 the general sense every single time he would show up to our store he would always make me feel uncomfortable every single time like even if he was talking to another coworker of mine the minute he would see me coming out of the back room he would stop what he was doing and just like gravitate towards me and start talking to me and it just made me like it made my toes curl inside my shoes it was just always so uncomfortable and I always had to run to the back room or run to the washroom that was inside our store or like in the back room and I just stayed there and waited and I had to wait for my one of my colleagues to come to the back room and tell me okay he's gone now like you don't have to worry about him anymore and so like I said guys this happened to be on a day where I was opening by myself and this man comes into the store and starts making me so unbelievably uncomfortable and there's nothing I can really do because a I can't go to the back room and just chill back there because then there'd be nobody on the storefront and I'd have I'd have no customers to to greet or like nobody would be able to get the help that they need but I also couldn't stay out there because this man was like making me super super uncomfortable and the whole time I'm out here like okay like I can't say anything that's gonna make him upset or I can't say and that's the weird part again let me go back to that whole point that I was saying about how it sucks being a woman sometimes because like you never really know what's going to set somebody off or how much danger you could potentially put yourself in if you try to defend yourself or if you try to protect yourself even in a public space like in this particular circumstance I was by myself in a public space so like there could have been other people that might have witnessed what was going on but the reality was is that I was alone in my store and this guy was there and he was harassing me until finally I really mustered up the courage to tell him you're making me extremely uncomfortable and if you don't leave I'm gonna call mall security and oh just like it's one of those things where again like guys really don't know sometimes when to just leave somebody alone because at that point, I said, I, I was like, I'm going to call security if you don't leave me alone. Because he kept saying, oh, like, mamacita, when can I take you out on a date? Blah, blah, blah. Like, all this disgusting rhetoric that, like, really was so completely unnecessary. Because I didn't know him. He didn't know me. He didn't even know my first name. But he just kept calling me that. And it's just so uncozy. And he just kept saying to me, like, apologizing profusely and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. It's just that I think that you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know if you thought that this would make the situation better by apologizing and then saying something that you thought would, like, hit or you thought you would eat with that. But, like, it just made me feel even more uncomfortable. And at that point, I had to even call one of my managers to come in earlier because I was like, dog, like please I'm dying here and thank god like after that interaction anytime he would come into the store he would he just did not talk to me after that because like I really was just like you need to leave me alone and even my coworkers, they were like she's not here you need to leave or like leave her alone and so eventually he stopped coming but like oof that was rough that was a rough time y'all like I want to say for a good few months he was he kept showing up and just making me mad uncomfortable yo
Okay, so this is another story of when I worked at that same shoe store. Again, we used to get so many characters at this place. So many characters. Because it's funny that I say all the time how much I love this job. I love this job. It's like one of my favorite jobs that I ever had. And yet, like a very big fact that a lot of people who are close to me know, especially my partner, especially my partner, he knows this. I hate feet. I hate feet like I I hate feet like the way that they look the way that they smell just everything about them like I hate feet so 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 much so it's kind of ironic that I spent so much time at a place where you would have to deal with customers feet on a regular basis and I think that's the worst part of it because at least with my own feet or like say for example my partner's feet I know that I take care of my feet like I, I I clean them or I clean them properly or I wear the right shoes so that they, they don't smell or the right socks so they don't smell and I you know I take care of myself same thing with my partner like I'll know that they take care of their feet whereas other people I don't know what you do in the privacy of your home and I don't know whether or not you actually clean your feet and that's what disturbs me the most is that like I I can't. I, 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 I can't. But this story has to do with the time I had a customer. Oh, my God. Even just like th- thinking about it now, I had a customer like with like the most rancid feet I've ever seen in my life show up for a pair of shoes. Now, before anybody gets on me about, oh, like some people can't afford this or some people can't do this, I'm I'm chronically aware of the fact that people do not have access to certain resources or certain things. However, however, Dollarama, and you can go and search this yourself, Dollarama sells soap for $1. Sometimes they'll even sell soap for 75 cents in this economy yeah it's gone up to like a dollar but at one point they used to sell it for 75 cents okay so don't come at me with the excuse that you don't take care of your feet especially if you have access to a shower or a bathtub or even a sink for that matter like hello if times are really that tough you'll use a sink i've done it before as somebody as somebody who's traveled to a foreign country people will make a damn way for their hygiene if they really wanted to but sometimes people won't and i know that there's like cultural things and other sorts of things that are associated with people's hygiene but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about people that want to be musty just because they can like it just just, it's just one of those things okay So this gentleman walks into the store. First of all, he's wearing socks with sandals. So we already know how bad that combination gets, especially in the summertime. Like, y'all. Anyways, point is, this gentleman comes into the mall with that combination on. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And I had no problem with it at first. I was like, you know what? You do you. And I love seeing people's style go in different directions, do whatever the heck you want whatever right so then I asked the gentleman I was like hey like how's it going um can I help you with anything today blah 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 you know the usual spiel the usual speech whatever and this gentleman says yeah I need a new pair of sandals exactly like the ones that I'm wearing right now because the ones that I'm wearing right now are like super worn out so I just want to get a fresh new pair so I'm like okay sick so I go and I grab the size that he wants I grab the exact same sandals and I give them to him this is what 
just absolutely blows my mind about people sometimes because I witness it sometimes too. I don't even work in retail anymore and sometimes I'll witness it when I'm at a store and I can't believe that people can actually be like this where they'll ask for a pair of shoes and expect the customer service person to put the shoes on for to put the shoes on for them. What what is this? What is this? The queen has not arrived. King Charles has not arrived. You can put the shoes on yourself. I can understand if some in some way you have a disability or some sort of physical hindrance that does not allow you to do that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about people that are so unbelievably entitled that they can't put their damn shoes on themselves i'm sorry especially if it's people that know that they have musty ass feet what are you doing we don't all need to suffer it's you who's suffering right now but it's not me that needs to suffer anyways i grabbed these sandals for this gentleman and guys the smell the smell that just came from this man when he took off his original sandals and tried to put on the new ones. I I could have seen Jesus at that point. I really, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I really could have seen Jesus at that point because the smell was just horrible. It was so bad. And you know something? Like, I try to be compassionate as best as I can. Like, maybe homeboy was going to go and take a shower afterwards. He just played a sport. He just went for a walk and his feet got really sweaty. I don't know. I tried to be as compassionate as possible. But, you know, like, sometimes, as we say in Spanish, no pude aguantarme. Like, I couldn't stand it. At one point, I had to walk away at one point. Like, I literally had to walk behind the counter of the cash register because I just couldn't stand the smell. It was so bad. And even worse is that this man tried to get me to put on the sandals for him. Like, the brand new... At first, he tried to get me to put the new sandals on for him. And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You were able to take off the old shoes. You very well can put on the new sandals. And he tried them on, tested them out, and it was fine. And oh, this is the worst part about it, guys. This was the worst part. Again, I hate feet. I literally hate feet with a burning passion so, so much because I hated that smell already, right? When he tried on the new uh, sandals. But then this man puts his old sand old sandals into the box where the new ones were and was like yeah i'm gonna take the new ones like can you uh can you scan like the box so that way i can just pay for it blah, 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 and i'll walk out with them and i was like oh <laughs> and guys my heart rate my blood pressure everything to do with my breathing just like completely like shot up like crazy because i took that box and it again it smelled rancid it smelled rancid. It smelled like a damn barnyard, bro. Like, it smelled so bad. And I had to scan it. Even if it was for two seconds, it smelled disgusting. I scanned the box immediately, and I didn't even care at that point. Immediately, I threw the box into the trash bin behind me. And even though the guy saw, I didn't care at that point. I was like, all right, cool. This is your total. And he paid for it. And then he left. And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, he got what he needed. He knew what he needed. And, 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 I'm, and I'm good with that. And I literally went and I took the garbage bag and I tied it up. And I went to go. And I went to go toss it in our garbage bin at the back of the store because I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I'm not going to deal with the smell that's here for the rest of my shift. I, 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 I can't do that. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, and then this last one is just a story where I did a really good deed and I felt really good about myself. <laughs> I felt really good about myself for doing it, even though I kind of got screwed over in a sense, but... Anyways, this is a story about when I stopped somebody from shoplifting at another store. 
Now you're probably wondering what the heck does this have to do with me working in retail because the previous two stories were talking about how I worked at a shoe store. Now, before I tell you how this all happened, you need to know some kind of context here. So prior to me stopping somebody at this store for shoplifting, these people that were trying to shoplift actually came to my store first and got away with it successfully. Now, what I mean by that, and I'm going to try and do this in as short a time as possible, but basically it was the end of the night and these two people were the last people to come into the store. So we were cleaning up and I was counting tills. So it was kind of like one of those things where we were kind of trying to push them to get out, but they pulled a fast one on me, y'all. They pulled a fast one on me because it was two kids. I'll never forget this. It was two kids. They come into the store. One of them's at the cash register, like asking me questions, blah, 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 distracting me. And then the other one is asking questions to one of the other colleagues that was closing the store with me. And so then finally, <laughs> they ask a question to my colleague who didn't know the answer. So I walked over to where my colleague was standing to go and address the the question that was being asked i left it i left this one kid by himself for like 10 friggin seconds and i go to the back to go and look for whatever it is that they wanted i come back out those two kids are gone and my colleague was like okay well they left so whatever so we're cleaning up we're cleaning up and then finally my colleague notices that there's a backpack that's missing from one of the the displays that we have and i was like what the heck like I could have sworn that was the backpack that they were looking at, whatever. And my colleague was like, oh. And, like, I think both of us came to the realization at that point. Like, at the same time, we were like, oh, damn it. Like, they freaking stole it. But at least we know what their faces look like and all that stuff. Whatever, we can submit a report and all that. All that jazz, right? So we do that. We close the store. I kid you not, my friends. And then this is where the story begins of where I stop somebody from shoplifting. So like I said, this has to do with when I was working retail at the shoe place. But <laughs> I happen to stop people at a different store. So I kid you not, my friends. The next day, these two hooligans, idiots, show up at the mall. And I see one of the kids walking around with the backpack that they stole from my store. And I can't do anything at this point because one, the incident report was already done. Two, they're not actually physically in my store. They were in like the hallway, across the hallway from where my store was. And three, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to assault some random like 14 year old like for a backpack that really I don't care about <laughs> like uh, but the situation was just so funny to me because it's like yo you're an idiot bro like you're really going to wear the backpack that you stole literally the day before acting as if you bought it or acting as if you didn't steal it like that's a that's a real stupid move i'm not gonna lie it's a bold move but it was a real stupid move on this person's part so anyways i'm out here thinking okay they're definitely back here to steal again like there's there's no doubt in my mind that that's what these losers are gonna go out and do and there happen to be two stores of like a similar style i guess or aesthetic let's say that were right across from my store and we happened to be really like we were pretty tight with the people that worked at those stores because they would often come into our store or we would come into their store and we'd say hi to them or like we would kind of like lead customers that were looking for a specific thing to the other stores so that way we could help them out with sales and whatnot right it was it was a really nice community i'm telling you guys like this was a pretty decent job that i had because not only was i starting to make friends with people at my own store but like at the other stores too it was pretty cool so anyways 
I see these two hooligans walk into one of the stores and I'm like, no, 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 not today. So I call that store. And I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, those two kids that just walked in, the one with the backpack, and I described which backpack I was talking about, the one with the backpack, they're they're about to steal from your store, just so you know. And <laughs> the manager says to me, and so that those two kids can hear, she goes, oh, don't worry, I'll make sure to call security and, and, and have them keep an eye on the place, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as she said that, I kid you not, I'm watching this in real time, I kid you not these two kids walk out of the store and go into the store right beside the one i just called so i was like oh no 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 oh no 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 this is not happening today but before they get into that store i want to say i felt pretty bold i felt pretty cool now that i think about it i'm like you're a loser bro like why why would you do this but anyways while they were walking to the store that was next door to the one i had just phoned phoned over i yelled across the hallway and i was like that's a really nice backpack bro that was a really nice backpack and he was pretending that he didn't hear me and then the, the the friend that was with him also pretending that they couldn't hear me but they very well could hear me even other people that were walking in the mall were staring at me so there's no way that they couldn't hear me but they just didn't care because they knew that they were guilty anyways so they walk over to the store right beside the one that i just called and again it's like it's like clockwork they're walking in there roaming around and this is at this point this is close to when closing time happens so i'm like i'm like ready to close my store and everything like that but i'm ready to watch the drama unfold fam because i called the store in front of me and i was like hey guys just so you know those two kids that are in your store that aren't leaving anytime soon they're probably stealing a whole bunch of stuff just so you know and so the guy that I happened to know from that store he was like oh okay sick like what thanks for letting me know like I'll call security right now blah 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 and they literally they literally trapped these two guys inside the store technically you're not allowed to do this like this is like a thing that a lot of retail workers know is that you're not allowed to trap people inside your store or you're not allowed to like touch them or you're not allowed to do anything to them as they're stealing the stuff which I think is kind of stupid because it's like okay if you clearly see that a person Person's doing something like you're gonna want to stop it right because that's that's what my instinct was but nonetheless they told the people at the other store and they literally closed the gate on them so they trapped them inside the store until security came and these two kids in the store that were shoplifting they're like pissing their pants i'm like i am gagged at this point or i'm like jumping for joy because i'm like justice is served we're gonna get the backpack back and and all the stuff that they stole is gonna get returned to the rightful owners blah 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 blah. okay guys in conclusion or like in the end tell me how all the merchandise that they stole from that store that they got caught in that was all returned but the backpack that i claimed was ours based on the incident report that i had sent we never got it back the guy got to keep it i was so I was so pissed about that. I was like, yo, I know it's just a backpack, like whatever, who cares? But like, I wanted some justice. (laughs) I wanted some justice at that point. However, I did feel really nice that I still managed to, I still managed to, to stop them because at that point, I don't know how true this is. This is all I heard from other employees and stuff like that. But those kids were messing around with a lot of different stores and stealing a lot of stuff from a lot of different stores. And once they got caught that one time, they were banned from the mall for like, a year i think or something like that i don't even remember what they said but they were like banned from the mall and if security were to see them or if anybody from the mall were to see them then they would be kicked out of the mall for life so i mean call me a modern day batwoman call me a modern day wonder woman like hello i stopped shoplifting from happening and i know that sounds really stupid to be proud of but i mean at the time i felt real cool about it so yeah
And there you have it, my friends. These are just a couple of anecdotes. I have like a million of these i have a million of these types of stories like in my back pocket so if this is something that you're into or something that you're interested in then let me know hit me up on instagram at so and yeah let me know what you guys are thinking about future episodes and whatnot and if you haven't already make sure to give this podcast five stars on spotify or five stars on apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast because it just helps everything grow and now that i'm back to posting regularly ish kind of we'll see how long this lasts (laughs) i really want to get more i don't know develop this more and chat with you guys more and really understand where or the direction of where this is all going and yeah that's pretty much it i'll see you guys next time as always black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrant lives matter and god loves you i love you so so very much so do i Okay, bye.